What's up, everyone? I'm Benny Guadarrama. Welcome back to another episode of Founders Party, where I interview rockstar founders about their startups, their mission and vision, and the journey thus far. Today, I'm very excited and very happy to be talking to Marcus Boston, who is the co-founder and CEO of Always Forward Media. Marcus, how's it going today? How are you doing? I am doing great. Black, blessed, and highly favored, good sir. Great. Awesome. Yeah, I'm, I, I am super excited to have you on uh, to learn more about what you're working on, what you're building. And, you know, just to get started, um, how about you, you know, tell our listeners what Always Forward Media is? What, what are you working on? Well, Always Forward Media is uh, a podcast media company that focuses on creators being their best version of themselves. So I try to make it, we want to make it a space where creatives can come and make dope content, you know, um, podcasting. The, the, I started off wanting to find my creative spirit as a human being. You know what I'm saying? I knew I was here for a purpose. You know, I knew I had to be patient and I fall for the traps of life to say, what is going to be my, my addition to the world while I'm here? And took a couple missteps and, you know, loss of jobs, whatever, whatnot. And podcasting was, was that thing. Like podcasting culminated all the social skills and talents I have accumulated over my existence and put into something I could package and share. And, and from that, it started off with two podcasts. Then we, you know, we came into wanting to make it a, a, a label. Like, you know, I see AFM, like the Def Jam of, of, of podcasts, you know what I'm saying? There's a lot of podcasts out there, but like, I'm a community guy. I'm a tribe guy. I want my team to be great. So like, it wasn't about me having my, one or two successful podcasts. I want to teach how to hear these different voices and different different stories. So, out of that yearning to not only uh, quench my own humanity and having a purpose through a voice of podcasting, I want to help others do that. You know what I'm saying? So, always forward is like just it's just the, the reason for doing things. Don't get stuck. Go forward. It's the reason the windshield is bigger than the review. So, and always forward media is what we came up with. Right on. Yeah, sweet. That that's that's interesting because podcasting. Um, a lot of people will say, you know, oh, everyone has a podcast now. But the thing is, not a lot of people are consistent with their podcast. And so, podcasting though is also, I still think, I think is very underrated because it's not only for content making. It's also, like you said, building a community. It's a good way to build up a network, build up relationships with people around you. And and so, podcasting is a medium that allows you to just take. A deeper dive than 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 any other thing because it's it, there's no distractions it's your voice it's your it's your it's what you're trying to say and narrate for sure so could you tell me about maybe um so you said you help content creators uh form podcasts or you know how, how what's the what's the experience like for someone who wants to be a part of afm so for me it's like you know i feel i have created a distinct style so how I, I create podcasts. You know, I I, I was always a big fan of the uh, the Joe Buttons and the Charlemagnes and Joe Rogan and just being a consumer of their content. You know, I see how I sort of molded my own voice, all these vision to where they went from a podcast to they have networks to help other people to give that same voice out. So I'm like, okay, so I'm definitely on the right path. It's just, you know, you got to be open to finding the people that want to do so. So everyone that's on my on AFM was a guest first. You know, I never had the, I never, I, I wasn't there to be like, oh, let me bring someone in. Let me, let me build this thing. It sort of built itself. And I say, okay, let's, let's do it. If you want to hop on and, and get your voice out as well, well, let me see if I can pull it off and produce it 
in a way that makes it not only entertaining but educational. So it could so everyone sort of is a friend of, of one way or the other, and they have their own version of the show. So we just go through like you know what is the first purpose? Is this about you? A lot of podcasts can be about me wanting to. I want you to hear my voice about some shit I don't know about. That's cool, but my show's not about that. My show's about the guests. My show's about the person across the table. What's your story? How can your story help somebody else? We don't even know. There's certain things we will do for people who will never know, and that's okay. You can't be tired and always seeing the 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 results or the the success of blessings you gave out that you didn't give out on, on purpose, but you gave out because you're doing the right thing for the right reasons. So everyone has became a, a curator or a host on the network were first guests on my shows and they had ideas they had reasons they were going through something they had a reason for their voice so i went from a host only to producing five or six shows that are distinct and, and they have their own lane but my fingerprints are alone it and i want to teach and I, i'm never too locked into my own style i want to learn teach me how to do this better maybe my way is is long long and lumbersome if you got a better way i'm willing to, to be educated as, as as educate those around me. So it's really just the point of curating a voice and, and understanding the the business and the mechanism of producing a whole show. Just because you got a microphone or your phone doesn't make it entertaining. Is it about you or is it about your community? Definitely. Um, yeah, I agree with that. Um, one of the best lessons I was given from starting a podcast was from Matt Sherman, my boss. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, and he also has a podcast, um, forward thinking founders. And he pretty, he pretty, pretty much said to me, when you're starting a podcast, optimize for the conversation, you know, optimize, you know, getting to know your guests, don't optimize for the views, don't optimize for, you know, you know, all the, the things that, you know, editing and, you know, all the likes and, and, and stuff like that. No, he's like, you're just trying to talk with the person you have on. And that's, that's what's going to matter on day one. And that's what's going to matter on day 100, day 1000. And that's what you're going for, for sure. Um, so yeah, I agree with everything you said. Um, shout out Matt. <laughs> and um, and uh, let's see. And so could you give me a taste of maybe like some of the shows that you have on on Always Forward Media? Like what wh what are some of the features on there? So AFM, uh, we have the Soulardians. So Soulard is a neighborhood in St. Louis, which has a very French uh new orleans type thing to it because sulor means drunkard in french as a frenchman told me one day he came through one of the bars we're having sulor and um my co-founder cecil he works as a bartender at one of the bars in sulor which is also the location of our studio um which is also in sulor so we have the sulardians and that's more like you know we like to call that the the human becoming podcast you know because i hate the human beings being so stagnant so we like to come up with human becoming or the positive playground where we don't really have an idea we're going to talk about. We know we're going to have a conversation because we have diversity in our relationship. You know what I'm saying? There's things he goes through that I don't go through, or maybe I might say something that might spark a conversation. So like the Sulardians was like the, 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 the head of the monster of AFM. Then I have my personal show, which is called Cognac Corner. And that was more like love, sex, relationships, all fueled by Cognac. So we drink Cognac through the show, talk about relationships, men and women, my issues, her issues, their issues. I have a great co-host named Queenie, and we're just trying to have that conversation at an enjoyable high level while drinking cognac. Then we have um, uh, Black of All Trades, which is by uh, RJ. Uh, he's a, a painter by trade, but with his show, he talks to a whole diverse crowd as well because he's in that carpenter, that 
that that type of uh, environment where they don't always get a voice to talk about how you get here. You know what I'm saying? Like these these kind of jobs are important and these kind of people are important. So let's hear about not only the occupation you do, but also about you. People need people like to get shit off their chest. And I want I want all the shows to always be about the people across the table from you, not about the person that's leading the show. So Black About Trade is another show. And then we have uh, a Cecil has his own show called Another Round with Cecil W. Adam, which is about the bar business. So he has bar backs, bar owners, you know, uh, waitresses, all that on his show. And he talks about not only life, but the industry. Cause like these people keep us <laughs> happy. You know what I'm saying? Those, those are our therapists and if not, if not our barbers, you know what I'm saying? So him being a male in a, a predominantly female industry and being successful already has him heads above a lot of people with conversations he get to have and go through. So with those shows on the network now is now we're on our fourth year, I would say podcasting. We've probably been a whole label, a whole media company for uh, last year. We started maybe 2020 really nailed it down, but it's just growing. And, 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 you know, you see behind me all the names on the wall and we, like, it's, it's just like, you know, I think about us like being Def Jam back in the eighties with, you know, Ruben and, and, and all those guys. It's like, we don't know what we're doing, but let's keep doing it until it comes together. And with those different energies and exchanges, they, they meet, they'll meet people that I'll never meet because they all have different circles. That's the fun part. You know, everybody's on AFM are, have way different lifestyles than I do, but we have a common goal of just our friendships as human beings and we just make it into something we can package and give out to the world. Yeah. Sweet, right on. And uh, Cognac Corner sounds like, uh, you know, it, it, a great a great show and uh, one thing that a lot of great shows has is its signature item so i really like the fact that you brought in you know you're, you're sipping on cognac as you're talking i mean that's very it's very classic i enjoy that a lot for sure <clears throat> um and so so you have all these brands right and your and your job is to you know to grow them um and to market them and to uh, help the content creators, you know, learn and grow and adapt. What is it like, um, or what's what's your approach to being able to single, well, not single out, but grow each one individually at, on its own pace? Like, what is that like? It's so many brands, and you're trying to help them grow. What what is that like? Um, dealing with other human beings. It's always the success and failure of what you're building. You know what I'm saying? Not 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 understanding how to talk to people or communicate at their level will always be the hindrance to a person's success. So with me having so many different personalities, lifestyles, needs and wants of, of people, it makes me become a lot more patient and open-minded to see, okay, how let me let me check this ego, because you, you're talking to me in a way I don't like it, but I know it's cause you might not have the level of vocabulary to really get out all your thoughts. So you can go with the best words and tools you have. So I have to be the best listener I can be all the time because I have to understand their communication style. You know, it's like a fighting style. Like you gotta be able to, all right, you fight like this. Let me adjust so we can have the best, you know, I think about that scene in the matrix, you know, when they're figuring out, oh, okay, yeah. let's do it like this. Nope, come on back. Nope, you almost there, do it again. Yeah. It's, just, it's just that style because Everybody communicate the same way. Some people do better on phone calls. Some people do better on text. It's just understanding that everybody comes from somewhere and taking the time to understand where they come from. So when you have a disagreement, if you have an argument, or you have a misunderstanding, you know how to approach it to get the best out of them. Because you can approach mm -hmm. it wrong, and that makes things worse. 
You know what I'm saying? So uh, not unknowing to myself, I have been doing this all my life, you know, where all my friends were always, would never be friends with me being the, the train station, the, the connector, the maven of just wanting to bring people together. So now I have a network to where every show, every, every, every show has a different flavor, but you know you're on, de- you know you're on Def Jam. Like, you know you're a rough rider. You know, you have E, DMX, Locks, uh, Dragon, but you know they're all on Rough Rider. And they're very different because you got to know how they all come together and do that thing. So, like, that whole mindset has always been my goal. Like, we have a bunch of different artists, but we have one, we have a very, but we all run the same chain. So, I just got to be the best listener and always understand that it's not always about me, and that's how we make the best out of what we got. Right on. Yeah. Everyone has their own style. It's like something I heard earlier today that, you know, if Muhammad Ali, would have wanted to have fought like Mike Tyson, it would have been not, it would have been terrible. And then and same vice versa, they have their own style and they can't, they can't go any other way. And so um, you, you have to adapt and you have to learn and you have to be able to, like you said, be patient with, with learning that style of theirs for sure. Um, and so what would you say, like, I always like to ask this question of, you know, what's, what's an average day at work like for you? Because it's very hard to describe an average day because you always have new things coming up. It's always, you know, some new challenges, but what do you spend your time on doing? In other words, how do you operate? What are your processes? I think I spend a lot of time on preparing. I mean, the actual, getting the actual shows together, learning new software, making it look better, making it sound better. Like I'm sort of obsessed with the technical side of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and now, you know, so like, how can I make this look better? How can I make this sound better? You know, cutting up footage, you know, getting promos out, scheduling podcasts, which studio we're going to use, what the conversations really like my day is mostly when it's my time is to feel myself. So I'm reading books. I'm trying to get, I'm trying to always increase my vocabulary and my knowledge of the bigger world. So when I have conversations on the platform, I'll have enough of reference information to make a conversation very fruitful. Cause you know, as much as the video, you know, to a podcast, the audio is important too. So when you use certain language and you help people complete their thoughts by giving them words, it makes the whole content, the story, such a better and more enjoyable uh, experience for the consumer. So a lot of us think about how to make it better. Like, you know, technology wise, uh, content wise, what's good, what's bad, trying to figure out engagement. I know for me, just a personality wise, I know my biggest thing, how can I engage more? You know what I'm saying? How can I authentically engage more? Not, not do stuff that's out of my character. They're gonna know what's fraudulent because they know how I get down. How can I keep my soul together, but also reach out and grab attention? Because you know, we in the attention economy. You know what I'm saying? Like you have to do something to get people to look at what you're doing, but I don't want to do it in a way that's not who I am. Or I can't or I can't maintain it because consistency is everything. If I can't I don't thought nothing I can't keep doing. If I, if I can't make it make sense, I'm not gonna keep doing it. Yeah. So it's really just trying to make it make sense and 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 figure out how to keep going. What's next? And being open to maybe some days I ain't gonna have it today, and it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, podcast is podcasting is a very difficult to to promo or to get out. Uh, much more challenging than videos and any other short form videos or anything like that. But just because it's, it's pure audio. And so, like you said, the, the, the audio itself needs to be, needs to be engaging, entertaining. And, and, you know, for specifically like one of the ways that I 
uh, promo some podcasts is, you know, audiograms, because that seems to be like the most, you know, the most straightforward thing to do. But I'm curious, um, uh, what what are some of your takes on like the best promo strategies? And what are some of the softwares that you've been looking into that, you know, are pretty slept on, but you think like, oh, you know, this could be this could be beneficial to a lot of podcasters? I think for me, um, I'm going to keep going back to the Def Jam thing because, like, if you don't win your city, you know, you know, how can you win the world? You know what I'm saying? Like, so for me, I was like, okay, we're going to do a podcast. We're going to do a network. We're going to do old school. Just we do live shows. You know what I'm saying? We did shows with Cornhole. You know, that's the Bags Tournament. We've done live shows at bars. I try to get us in the habit of being outside. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've seen podcasts. They have hundreds of episodes, but, like, when you do a live show, like why can't I not find you in a way that's easy for me to find? Because I'm not only my creator of content, I'm a consumer. So like I try to create in ways I would like to consume. So I'm on a, I, how can I not find you where you at? If I'm on Instagram, why don't I know where to find your audio if I find what you posted being interesting? So really it's like, uh, I'm in the street team. So I, you know, I have flyers out, I do bar stuff, I throw darts, you know what I'm saying? So like I try to put shit in people's hands. I want to give you a card. I want to give you some merch. I want to always wear my stuff. So when you see me, you always say, oh. "I," you know, friends be texting. Oh, I saw AFM somewhere. Like that, that feels some because they physically saw it. Like it's hard to win the digital game. There's so much stuff out there. And I say, as much as we do stuff digitally, you cut a promo, you're on YouTube, you got clips, you got your Instagram, you got the Facebooks, blah, blah. Hope you got a website. All that digital stuff is very important. It's, I, you cannot be here without it. But you gotta also be in the streets. You gotta have that street team. You gotta put some posters up, some stickers on places. You know, you gotta you gotta have a longer idea that's not just I'm gonna post digitally and be okay. That's not gonna be enough. If you if you're not a beer here in a while, now you might have the content that might take off. But even the bigger podcast still has things that you should do live shows and sell out big arenas because they understand the, the point of your digital strength and your your physical strength. So try to be attached to that with my marketing and my growth outside because. That's gonna show off in the long run, a sticker somewhere or a card. And then when it comes to that software, I'm an Apple person. Like I couldn't have done nothing that I do without the 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 gated community of Apple with the iPads and the MacBooks and the phones, because we use a Rodecaster Pro as our mixer in the studio, which is the easiest, the best thing ever if you are podcasting, because it's it's for me, it's built in to make you the sound, all the technical stuff that you might not know as an average person. It's done already. So equipment-wise, that's my that's my mixer, and then I'm using software called um, Switcher Pro. So it's let me give that ESPN look when I produce a show. I can do multiple camera angles. I can do slides. I can really make the viewer enjoy watching it. Everyone's used to seeing, you know, maybe a, a, a wide shot, but like now I can really get into that high level production visually using Switcher, and it it matches the audio with the with the roadcaster. So now I'm cooking now, baby. We, we roll it. It looks good. It sounds good. Now, like, okay, now I'm satisfied with the look. Now I can really get into what we're saying and how we're saying it. Because I have the, the, the aesthetics together. So me figuring, took three years to figure out how to get there and what it was. We started off with some knobs and twists. I said, sir, this is a lot of stuff. <laughs> and these mics are not as good, but like people put you on the stuff. You meet other podcasters, they tell you what people, they use them. Like, oh, that makes sense. Worth the investment. And using that between that Rodecaster and their, you know, their microphones and Switcher Studio, we cooking out here. You know, I can, I can, I can, I can throw up a podcast situation 30 minutes. 
I got it. You know, so I can put up a podcast anywhere and we can roll and it sounds great. It just took a long time of figuring it out. For a lot that sucks. And yeah. and, and be consistent with it. But those are my those are my technical things and those are the um marketing things. It's like I would I would suggest if you're doing your podcast, think about, you know, every 25 shows, do one a live show, you know, invite people out. That's those network building things that, you know, I feel that podcasting can get to a level where I can, I can be treated like a DJ or I can be treated like an artist. You know what I'm saying? We, we're coming to your bar. We're bringing yeah. a crowd because I have an audience that, that messes with me the hard way. Let's roll. But you got to show, show and prove. Right. You have a bunch of followers and likes, but you, you bring people in the seats. Come see mm-hmm. you. And that's, where they, and that's where you're moving. That's where you're doing yeah. something. Yeah. I love that perspective. I love that, the, those insights, because you're going back to grassroots, you know, you're going mm-hmm. from back from, from, you know, square one, you know, one person at a time, then it just, it keeps growing from there. So I, as a, as a sticker, uh, I design and sell stickers. So I like that, you know, just going, mm-hmm. passing stickers around, putting them in ca- ca- cafes and, uh, posters. And I, that's great. Um, definitely. Yep. I, I, yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah. AFM, uh, business card for sure. stickers. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a lot of inspiration for, for a lot of podcasters and, and especially for me too. So I think, you know, I, and I'll, and I'll say at least for me, I became so used to, you know, digitizing everything, like you said, you know, just promoting digitally that sometimes you forget, Hey, there's a whole freaking world out there. That's, that's, that they're just waiting to see merch. They're waiting to see. Yeah. I'd say all that stuff. Yeah. Like they, yeah. the people, people will love support. Once you brew, once you prove your consistency, yeah. And once once you prove that you're gonna be here, good or bad, rain or shine, yeah. they'll show up and buy some stuff. They will, they really will. Yeah, yeah. So that's great. I appreciate you sharing all of that. Um, and and going into some of my final questions for you, what's the big vision for for AFM? Uh, I know you you correlated a lot to Def Jam, but ten years down the road, where would you like to see Always Forward Media? Where would you like to see your company? I, w- I would like to see Always for Media being the ro- a rock nation type of type escalation. I want to get into different mediums of, of telling great stories that often aren't thought about, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, and, and helping people really connect themselves to their best part of their humanity. You know, I want, I want AFM to be, you know, a, 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 a way of life, you know, always going forward, regardless of what's, going, what's, what's coming your way, you know, um, and you know, and and I mean, in the media, like really helping podcasters find each other. Like, I guess for the the founder tech side of my thoughts, you know, I want to create something where, if we're saying podcasting is this big medium that's growing, and we have these big conglomerates investing in billions, millions, millions in these people, why? But the the, the what, what 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 holds this together are people like us that props up. The Joe Rogans to be Joe Rogan because if if we didn't want to get involved, there would be no expansion of the interest from the iHearts and the Pandoras if the little people wasn't doing it. You know what I'm saying? So like there has to be some way for the little people to get together and support each other organically within their own city. You know what I'm saying? Like I want to be able to leave St. Louis and go to where you at in Arizona and say who's the hottest podcaster here? Where the podcast studios at? Who are the photographers? Who are the what? Like why can't I do that? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's no thing that really speaks for the people that's helping this industry that you say is so big, that is so powerful. Why aren't you building something that helps us down here? Because we all can't get to the road because he didn't come off as one of us and got up there. He already had some shit going. You know what I'm saying? It's easy to start off 
uh, podcast, you got a name, you know what I'm saying? You yeah. got a, a recognition, but like everyone don't have that same recognition. So how do we support the, the big part of the pyramid and, and, and make the most of it? So it's like almost like what I'm doing grassroots wise, I got to make that turn something digital and accessible to help people like me. I know I'm like, damn, if I had something like that, that'd save me a whole lot of conversation and time. You know, cutting the trees down and, and being that sort of going through the forest first. The first one to heal gets shot. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But somebody, somebody got to go. <laughs> so that's, that's really the thing is like, you know, seeing F, AFM grow and, you know, reach more people and get that more diverse stories and helping people mm-hmm. grow and do those things and, you know, figuring out how can I get us connected? How can I build a community of people that really want to be here and do it? Right. Yeah, I'm with it. Yeah, definitely. And that's actually perfect for my next question, because it's an ask for, you know, what's an ask that you have of the Founders Party community? You know, my listeners, how can my listeners help you? What are you what are you looking for? Are you hiring? Are you are you looking for for more podcasters or what's the best way that they can help you? I, I, I'll ask more conversations. Like, I would love to engage more, like ask me questions, see if I can answer them or how I, how can I help you guys? That's a better mm-hmm. question. So if I can help you in any way, reach out, you know, AFM Media uh, 314 at Gmail, run all the socials. So this always forward media everywhere we at. And like, how can I help you guys? You know what I'm saying? Like I've gained a lot of knowledge. I, I like to think in the last four years of podcasting in little old St. Louis and maybe my perspective to help them get their show up out and move forward because everyone, anyone can do what I'm doing. But everyone, we don't, we don't always have the example, the knowledge to do so. So if I can be a vessel or a bridge to the information they don't have, please reach out to me because I'm always available. Availability is one of my super strengths. That's very, that's very generous of you. And that's very, and we're very grateful for that. Um, you're an inspiring person, Marcus. I uh, admire your authenticity and I appreciate the time that you gave me and my listeners to, to talk about AFM. And I wish you all the best while you can continue to build all, all that you want to build. Thank you, good sir. I appreciate you guys. Of course.